The people in darkness have seen a great light. That is from Isaiah, our first reading. You may have noticed our gospel picks up on that reading from Isaiah, and it quotes it and speaks about how the people who sit in darkness have seen a great light, and how this, what was said through Isaiah the prophet, is fulfilled. And we, we know it's fulfilled in Jesus. Jesus is the one in the Galilee of the Gentiles, Jesus who lived in Nazareth in the, around the Sea of Galilee. He is the one who is light in the darkness, Christ the light. Now, last week I had you look through your songbook. You don't have to do that this week. But I just want to point out to you that this is our year of Matthew. So if you look at the Sunday readings for all the Sundays from now, page 60, all the way through the end of November on page 224, you're going to see an awful lot of the Gospel of Matthew. All right? Pretty much every Sunday except during Lent and the Easter season. We'll be hearing from Matthew. And this is uh, third Sunday of the year. Pope Francis has asked this to be a year of of or a Sunday of celebrating the Word of God. And so the Word of God, certainly all of Scripture, but especially Matthew, that this would be, if you're kind of thinking, gee, I'd like to read one of the books of the Bible this year, Matthew would be a very good choice, because then you'll be able to see how these snippets that we're hearing each Sunday, how it makes the overall whole package, okay? So we're at the beginning of Matthew's Gospel, right near the beginning, and now we're hearing Jesus preach for the first time. The first words he says in the Matthew, Gospel of Matthew is, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, usually when we think of repent, we think of, you know, we, we need to sorrow for our sin, or we need to um, confess, and, and, and there is certainly an element to that. That's true when we speak of repentance. But when you look at the Greek and Hebrew words that that is a translation of, it's more about um, changing, uh, it's about a change in direction in one's life. It, it could be uh, translated, get yourself a new orientation for the way you live and act upon it. So it, it's recalibrating how we live and recalibrating it based on what comes next that Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That God's kingdom has, it's not just something in the future somewhere, but it's begun now. And it's begun in the person of Jesus. Do you remember just three weeks ago, we had the epiphany and we had the magi, the three wise men. They, were, they said, where is the newborn king of the Jews? Well, guess what? That newborn king has grown up. Now we have Jesus. And now, throughout these months, with Matthew's gospel is going to reveal to us Jesus, the king, Jesus who in his ministry and in his preaching that the kingdom of heaven has begun. Okay? So, who are the first recipients of this? Well, Jesus is walking along the shores of the Sea of Galilee. He sees a couple brothers that are fishing. Uh, he sees Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew. 
And they're casting their net into the sea. And Jesus says to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Now, does that seem a bit peculiar to you? This is the first preaching Jesus has done. He's done nothing so far in the gospel. Well, he got born and all that. But, uh, and, and then he had the confrontation with, with uh, Satan in the desert. Um, now he's preaching for the very first time. And he just says to these guys, come after me and I will make you fishers of men. And they say, oh, goodbye, nets. And they just walk off. And then a little bit later, we hear about these two other brothers that they're with their father's ebony, uh, James and John. He calls them, well, they left their boat and they left their dad too. Boom, off they go. In the Gospel of Matthew, Peter and Andrew, and then John and James, have never seen Jesus before, have seen no miracles, heard no teachings, no explanation has been given them. They are not told why they should follow Jesus, what following him will mean, or where the path will lead. Um, and they're not joining it because their friends are joining it. There's nobody. They're, they're the first ones. We are met here with Jesus' first miracle. The miracle of his powerful word that creates following, that makes disciples. That's what's really going on here. This is, Jesus is the one who initiates God's call. Follow me. And... It really is a miracle that they just start following him, okay? Now, all of us here, I'm assuming you you got other things to do if you weren't followers of Jesus, then come here through the snow, right? But you're here because you are disciples of Jesus, followers of Jesus. And we just heard the story of how Peter and Andrew and James and John first started following Jesus. Did you ever stop to think about how you first started to follow Jesus? Now, for some of us, it might have been something very dramatic, and it was like, boom, this is the moment when I, Jesus became my personal Lord and Savior. All right? For others, it may have been kind of a long struggle and a back and forth of maybe yes, maybe no. For others... It's just like, well, it's just something I've always done ever since I was a baby. My family brought me to church, and I just kept coming after that. But here's the thing. However we come to be disciples of Jesus, the one common denominator in all accounts is we become believers by the power of Jesus' word. We follow him because he has spoken to us. And his word generates faith. Now, you may not be, well, did I hear the voice of Jesus talk directly to me? God uses many ways to speak to us, okay? In and through the words and deeds of preachers, missionaries, teachers, family, friends, and the nameless doers of Christian service, the voice of the Son of Man continues to speak and generate faith. You know, that was certainly the influence of faith of others. That's what inspired me to be a believer, I know. Follow me. Whether we are aware of a particular moment when this became real for us or not, 
your presence here speaks to God's word and call alive in your lives. I am pleased that the Gospel of Matthew will be our guide these next few months to the kingdom of God revealed and embodied in the life and ministry of Jesus. The people in darkness have seen a great light. May we follow the light of Christ, and by the way we live, may it be a reflection of his light to others. May we too be the fishers of men and women and children.